What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Medical Sales Unfiltered. We got your boy Jacob here, and we are going to get into some drama today. But let's talk about we we made this like a place of unfilteredness, but also to hold ourselves accountable and talk about our week. And I've had some hell of travel, and I'm sure Jacob's got some stories too. So what's been going on, man? How's your week been? Yeah, man. So as you know, Monday night, right? It's been good. Uh, last week, though. We hit quota, uh, closed a $30,000 consumable deal that I've been working on, uh, which is officially going to put me over. They approved everything. And then I, you know, my $50,000 for the PO that I talked about and what's on my YouTube uh, that I like was out in New Mexico for. They just told me it was approved um, and sitting on the CFO's desk just to get cut. Um, so again, you don't count your chickens before they're hatched, but like everybody has told me and, you know, being strategic, right? Well, once they place $30,000 worth of consumables. Now it's like, you guys need to buy the system. And if they decide to not write my systems out there, then I'm just like, hey, I need my system for another surgery. I'm coming to pull it. So now yeah. you guys bought all this consumables. And then that's how the PO gets pushed faster um, to anybody who's listening. That's the strategic. And, and, I, and I, ha I set the standard with my hospital that was 10 hours away that I had to drive to. I'm like, hey, I know this is how it works. Like, I don't want to be fighting to have to threaten to pull my stuff to get the PO, you know, for all of it with, with all that. And she was super cool. So the OR director, so we have a good relationship. But yeah, so that closed. Um, but yeah, so basically with that, I, I hit my quota for the year. I still got a month and a half. Um, so I kind of talked about it on my last podcast that, it, you know, now everything for the month and a half is overage for me. Um, and so this is the exciting part. I already got a couple more deals that I know are going to like line up and stuff. So now it's just the fun part, you know, this is why being in sales the next month and a half is now it's time to get a bonus check. Why again, exactly. the stress level has finally decreased. You, you, you've hit the light at the end of the tunnel and now it's all about what else you can rake in. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And again, just seeing all your, like for me, the most rewarding is like the hard work getting to see it all pay off. Right. Like I took over the lowest performing territory in the nation I already have it like mapped probably in the month and a half. I'm probably going to close a hundred to 150 K worth of more business, um, which will probably push me back into the top 10. Um, so we'll see where the year finishes up, but you know, to take the lowest performing territory in the nation to probably be fighting in the top 10 to close to top five. Um, it's pretty fun and rewarding to see. And, and then also just knowing, you know, like my manager and I still talk, uh, every once in a while and she'll be like, you know, I still have random people or people in the organization who'll call me, who will literally just call me just to ask about you, to see if you're performing, to see how you're doing because you came in here with no sales experience and people didn't believe in me, you know? So it's, yeah. it's kind of the fun, like, yeah, all right. Like it all worked out. So yeah, this, this last week was a lot of fun. Now it's just watching the numbers hit. Um, now that I got all the approvals, everybody said, so and again, my big thing is, is even if those don't hit, I'm still going to hit quota. I got enough deals lined up, but everything that's going to hit is going to just be overage for me now. Yeah, no, that's perfect, dude. Like that's how, so we're, we're still, we work in trimester. So we've go until April and, uh, already this far into March, I've hit my, my new patient goal. And so that's what I'm based off of. Yeah. So kind of just like you, man, everything else that adds on from here, it's just increase on the, the bonus check that I'm going to get for that trimester. But then, you know, big brother is going to come over here and just try to <laughs> real quick, because as soon as you break your quota and you, and you crush it and you feel fucking fantastic, you don't even have a minute to like enjoy it because the very, like for you, it'll be a whole new year's quota yeah. and they're going to increase it based off of how you finished. And then yeah. mine changes every trimester. So if I blow my quota out right now, next trimester, they're going to basically expect the same plus more. What I was just going to say, and that's a good talking point just even right now is like yours is actually, I would find more challenging, right? Because they're always changing yours. Yeah. Right? For me, I get it once a year and it's like, okay, this is my number and I got to hit it and do it because like even next year, just like you're saying, I hit it. They're going to increase it. But my teammate, if you guys have watched my channel, my teammate just left. Now they're trying to give me two states by myself with no help, right? And that territory wasn't performing. So now because that wasn't performing and mine did, but I'm where my overage is coming is from like the capital side. So not much, so much the consumable, which capital will always stay the same. Maybe my consumable gets lifted a little bit, but I'm just, I'm now inheriting a territory that's not performing. Um, so we'll see kind of what the lift is. 
But like that, like you're saying, I talk to guys that are in trimester and girls that are in trimester um, stuff, and they tell me all the time, they're like, it's it can be messed up because, again, you crush one trimester and they're skyrocketing. And then, again, just like quoted with everybody, then it can make it tough to just try to even break even at the next trimester because we always joke around. I said this on my last podcast. When the company pays you once, like it pays you a lot of money one year or, in your case, one trimester, they're not trying to do it again. Yeah, like you're – they. They say you're incentivized, you know, but really, and and they've got the budget for it, but damn, they'll be damned if they want to give that to well, you. That, well, because the fun, we talk about this all the time, right? It's like, well, now let's just say I crush my number and they do increase it another 100K, 150K. Well, my, now I have to go find more business or 200K, right? And I got to go find that business. My paycheck didn't get any bigger. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Actually, I actually might make less because if I get an associate, there's a lift on that. You know what I mean? And so, yeah. but yet they're like, oh, there's all this opportunity, right? Oh, now you can go up. Well, like for me in my situation, well, if I don't get an associate or I don't get any help, I can go open up more and more accounts like crazy because I'm only one person covering two states with a very rep dependent thing. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. that's the talk. And I, I've been very, very vocal about my feelings and how that is um, with everything. Because again, like I'm just, I'm only one person. Right. And like, and even with my accounts, I'm covering for my teammate that's no longer there. So I'm covering his accounts. Um, and I literally just had somebody reach out and they're like, again, the, my favorite is they'll call a day before, Hey, we have surgeries tomorrow. Can you make it? Nope. And then they'll be, yeah. they'll be upset. Right. The rent didn't show up. They give you a 12 hour notice before. And then it's like, I'm one person covering, you know, 50 plus accounts with stuff that actually they want you there. And so you just have to like set the standard and doing all that. But like I tell everybody right now, I'm worried about my, my quota and my territory. And then if I absorb that next year, I joke around and be like, I'll be like Jesus and go resurrect it. Right. I'll go in make peace and see what I can do. So yeah, that's been my week. How's your week been, man? Man, it's been, it's, it's been a wild one, you know, with one, the gas shortages and then two, just like, COVID has caused so many issues when it comes to the rental car industry as well. Like I, my territory, that is, I don't think mine's as large as yours, even though I live in Texas and it spans pretty far, but, um, I have a, a piece of my territory that sits hours away from where I live and I can fly there, but I couldn't find a rental car. So I literally had no other option. And you know, I, you know me, I've got kids, yeah. I've got a wife and I had everything set up. I was like, all right, I'm going to fly out on Wednesday, work Thursday, Friday, be back that afternoon. Then there's no rental car. So I'm like, okay, no big deal. I'll just drive. I'll drive out Wednesday and drive back Friday. At least I got a day that I'm not driving except for in the territory. Yep. And the the sitter that we were going to have that was going to help out while I was gone, she got sick, wasn't able to help. So then now I'm like panicking, trying to figure out how I'm going to leave and do all those appointments. And so ended up not leaving Wednesday, left Thursday, still was able to cover everything, but then it turned around to be a 12 hour drive, you know, there and back, not including the appointments that I'm running, <laughs> but, but it was, it, it ended up being really good. I uh, actually got to meet with several of my doctors and one thing that like I suggest that everybody do, and, and it's not like every doctor will do it, but if you create like a great enough conversation, a great enough relationship with what you guys are trying to like work together on doing, which for me a lot of time and same for you because you're working in the R, it's a partnership. So whenever I'm working with that doctor, because he doesn't use my treatment within his facility, I need a partnership in the sense of I need to be able to, to communicate with you and you with me easiest way possible, which would be texting. Yep. If you have a question, we can pop on the phone real quick compared to like an email blast back and forth. So every single time that I meet with one of my doctors, I let them know that I'm like, look, if you have any questions when it comes to sending a patient to that treating site or, uh, you know, like maybe your office is struggling to get the patient there or this or that, like this is something that I want you to be able to just text me and meet them and I can like rectify it immediately. Yep. And so he's like, yeah, let's exchange phone numbers. And like it works I'd say like 70% of the time. Some of them are like, not. yeah, you're like, like, you're never getting my contact ever. Yeah. (laughs) But if you don't ask, then you're never going to get it. Right. But but so like, at least I was able to exchange numbers and this guy was so open to even, I'm so trying to open up a trading site in the Valley. And he was like, you should contact this person, this person, this person gave me their phone numbers. And I was like, 
this is what's up right now. Well, because well, the big thing I, I want to touch on, because that is such a huge point, like I've done it with my doctors, right? Then when you when you give it to them, like you said, it's a partnership because they know you're a rep and you're doing the things that help them or help their patients. And so like say with mine, mine, mine will call me at six o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night. Some will call me on the weekends, right? About cases that are coming up or about things. And it's more of like, hey, how are we going to work together to make sure everything goes smooth? Um, but like you said, once you once you get past that, you're just like the rep in the room or like for me, I'm in the room, but like, or you're just the rep and you can make that personal relationship. Then they can start trusting you. Then the conversations come. Maybe they, maybe it becomes a friendship. Right. But then like for you, once you get them to open up and they see, wow, you know, Pierre's a real, real resource. Then it's like, here, let me help you, you know, help us. And then you become a person, you know? So like, you're no longer just, the person that works for XYZ company, All you're now Pierre or you're now Jacob yep. and, and they feel comfortable about it. And you can let them know too, like, listen, I'm not going to message you out of the blue for no reason. Yep. Like this is literally like, so you can easily communicate with me. I can let you know, Hey, treating site got there, got your patient, patient was taken care of. They're on their way back to you, things like that. And the guy was super chill about it. Like I said, when you get a champion like that and he starts telling me people that I can go contact, yep. That sky's the limit when say, it comes to what you can do. That's the best. And, and I do want to just touch on that. You know, like for me with all our doctors, right? It's always strictly business um, because, and again, I'm not texting them. The only time I'll text them is like, hey, uh, got stuff set up for this procedure or something, right? It's always business and keeping it strictly that at all times. Um, but also what I really want to touch on what you just said right there is making yourself not be like be more than the rep. And I said this, a guy just called me, just got hired. He's spending his first week in the OR. It's in like ortho. Um, and he's like, man, it's been a struggle because you know, like the scrub techs were, they're just dicks to him, right? They, he said hi to him. They don't want to talk to him. Like I just got it last week, right? You go into the nurse and the scrub text you say hi they don't talk to you they literally hear you and they don't say anything they go out of it and he literally said he walked away and the scrub text like why the does he think we're friends already like again he's just trying to be a nice kid like introduce himself but the thing i just told him is like hey man it's, it's a relationship it takes time they're not going to like you right away um you gotta i said what it's going to be is you gotta i was like do you have a dog or whatever it is you got to make yourself become a human to them because right now you're just the rep who they think makes a bunch of money and they hate your guts right but yeah. like you got to be the person who like can relate with them. I always bring up my dog because almost everyone has a dog. And then guess what? If I show my dog, they're going to talk about their dog. And then I just care about their dog, right? Like it's that kind of simple stuff. But then also what I told them, especially like with my top doctor, first two months, nobody gave a crap about me. But it wasn't until there was one thing in an account that or it was during the procedure troubleshooting. I said it within 10 seconds. It worked. Bam. I just became the rep who now knew stuff. And that's all you became. Yep. And that's, that's all it is. Right. Like for mine, we have like, we have scopes and stuff we sell, but like there is a certain kind of uh, procedure that we're doing. I gave the tip to my doctor who had not really talked. We kind of been just like, I'm just the rep. Right. I did it. Worked perfectly. She's like, wow, you know, your stuff. Bam. Now from there, she trusted me. And it's like, that's what I'm just telling people. Some, sometimes like, if you guys are new into this account, you're the associate or whatever, People can just be dicks and it's just the reality of it. But it's not until you humanize yourself and you're like, I always make sure people know me now, like my top account, they know me. I'm Jacob, the true clear rep, but I'm Jacob outside of true clear. Like I do fitness. I have a dog. I go hiking. Like they want, they're asking me about my weekends and my life, you know, cause I'm a 27 year old young dude, like just having fun, you know? And they're like, Oh, what's it like? You know? But that's the thing that you just got to make sure you do is you humanize yourself, but also you need to know your stuff and provide value because I promise you once you do, once they don't care about you, but you provide that value the one time when nobody else knows what's going on, you now just became a resource and it's like you're the cool person in the room now. Yeah, exactly, dude. And and you bringing up uh, like people being dicks. I was over here driving, right? So I'm on the six hour drive. It's like almost 10 o'clock at night. And my manager messages me and I'm driving. So I can't see, but I see the message pop up on my, like my car screen. And I'm just like, why the fuck is this guy messaging me like close to 10 o'clock at night? So I'm thinking, of course you and I, we run these podcasts, we do our channels <laughs> and stuff. I'm like, something fucking happened. And uh, so I like pull over and I'm like, all right, let me see what this is. And it, it was literally him just being like, because I, I, from the conversation that we had before, I'm covering the Houston territory yeah. too. Uh, since we don't have a rep there yet. And he was like, these things happened. 
the rep that, so my strategic account manager, she's on vacation. She's going to Disney with her kids. He's on vacation. He's back in Los Angeles now and he lives in Dallas. So he's like, I need you to go cover the first infusion. I was like, dude, never send me a text at 10 o'clock at night and, and preface it without something being like, you're not in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I, was like, I was freaking out for a minute, but he was like, my bad dude, but can you cover? So that, that goes back to like the travel. So here I am, like I already had my week yep. set up. And now I have to fly out Wednesday to go to Houston to go cover those cases in the morning. And uh, I think it will probably end like around two o'clock, but at least I got a flight back. But at least that one worked out where sure enough, I at least have a flight and a rental car and a hotel right on the beach. So. Yeah, no. And that's, and that's a big thing. Like you said, just, you never know what's going to come up. Stuff comes up and like, I just, I told him like, just for, again, we're always transparent, right? I just had it happen. It's happened to me so many times, especially for the product I'm in and the, in the space I'm in. I just had the talk with my top account. They just hate the space I'm in. Like scrub techs don't like to do it. GY or the, the nurses don't like to work it. And it doesn't have to do with my product. It's just the whole space. They always are complaining. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like the one who gets hit. But literally at this account, I walk in and this is the third time it's happened to me at that account. Literally walk in to the case. They're, they're setting up. Nobody's in the room, right? They're just getting kind of stuff set up. And then like um, the scrub tech and nurse are there. And I say, hey, how's it going? They both look at me. Don't say a word. I'm like, okay. Like maybe they didn't hear me or whatever it is, right? And then I then I wait a little bit. And I'm, I'm in the room, right? I'm, I'm looking at my, my system. I get stuff set up. And I'm like, you guys having a good day so far? Literally looked at me. Didn't say a word. Went over and talked to each other and then didn't say one word. And I was like, okay. So that's how today's going to be. Right? And it happens all the time, right? So then I go in and then they start, the scrub tech is just a miserable human being and is just, I freaking hate your stuff. Your stuff sucks so bad. Your competitor's so much better than you. And like just going off on me. I sit there and I, I wait, right? Because I've done this enough now. So just to tips to anybody, <laughs> right? And I, and I also, I just don't care because I've turned the territory around. That, that uh, uh, hospital actually just bought a bunch of stuff is giving me POs last week and next month. So like I could care less about this scrub tech. And then she looks at me and she's like, sorry, I'm just in a bad mood. And what she's expecting is for someone to be like, oh, no, it's okay. Yeah, it's fine, right? I looked at her and I said, yep, can definitely see that one today. And then she looked, yeah, then I mean, she looked at me and she was kind of taken back that I said that to her, right? The rest of the time, I wasn't the nice rep. I said, do this. Put it there. Do that. I was like, because you want to play that. Like, this is why I tell everybody. You got to be nice, but you got to be assertive at some points too. And I joke around with people. Mm-hmm. I've said on the podcast before, I worked construction. I worked landscaping. You learn real fast. If you don't stand up for yourself, you'll get walked on all the way. And it wasn't, there was one guy, I always joke around. There was one guy, I did everything, like ran to the spots, worked hard, did everything. And he was just this guy who had been there forever. And he was just, he was just rude. He was mean to us, everybody. And he was that. And it wasn't until the day he was like mean to me for the last time. I threw my gloves down. I said, let's go mother. I'm about to kick your ass. And he looked at me and I took a step forward towards him. And he's like, and again, this guy's like 50 something, right? And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then what do you think he did from there? Try to be my best freaking friend. I didn't have to say that. You guys are hot. I didn't have to touch him, right? And I say that out of like joking around, but like that's how it is in the OR room sometimes. Like those scrub techs, those nurses, they're going to test you and they're going to see. And I'm like, sometimes you got to swing right back. And you assert it. And like, so for me, I had a couple cases running that day. Nurse didn't talk to me. Nobody helped me during that time, right? I'm doing it. I'm filling out POs because they don't own all the stuff yet. So I'm like getting stuff done. While they're setting up the next, the first case went great. The second case went well as, or also went great. But while we're waiting, they're trying to set up stuff. Well, I didn't, they had some of the stuff stocked. So I'm filling out the PO. And then I, I was like, these people were just really jerks to me. Like, I'm not going to bend over backwards for them. So I literally looked at the nurse. I said, did you grab this stuff for the next case? Well, no. I said, well, it's in the room. Go get it. And I just filled out my PO. And I was like, because I made it very clear, you're not going to just come in here. You're going to treat me like crap. And then you want the world. You want me to like bend over backwards. So I just, I say that to people. Some reps will be like, ah, you better watch it and stuff like that. Kick rocks. Like I could care less what you think because I've had my success, right? Like you, it's a fine line of being super nice. But when people are like super mean to you, you can't just sit over and take it because otherwise you're now the fuck the, the rep that just is a walk around. Yeah, like I can't I can't remember the exact person that said it, but the quote kind of goes like, 
in in the majority of your businesses, 80% of the business comes from 20% of your customers. So the number one thing that you need to do is you need to evaluate your business, see who the people piss you off the most, see how much they actually bring you in revenue. That was a, and that was like, like, for me, that was a smaller but, account, right? Like it was with a new doctor. Yeah, and like normally that's it what it is. Doctor normally the smaller ones are the, 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 the picky Yeah, but they, they were like one of my smaller accounts. But like for me, I'm like, you can talk trash all you want. I just converted. So when I took over that account, there only used to be two doctors and there was like eight that go there. Now seven of them are mine. Like, so one doesn't use me yet, right? Like, so I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, you better get used to it. I don't care, like, if you want to have a bad mood or whatever it is, it's going to happen. But again, for me, it's like, I don't get paid enough to like deal with your, because you hate your life. And this is like, I've had, had this talk with reps. So let's just, let's be straight up with it. Most of these scrub techs and nurses mm-hmm. hate their freaking life. The scrub techs, especially, they're making $52,000 a year. They work all the time. They work 12-hour shifts, and they are going to talk shit to you because you're a rep, and they think you're making six figures, right? Even if you're the associate, and you're making 50K, 60K, mm-hmm. they think you're making $200,000, and they're just going to be miserable human beings, and they're just going to go out of their way to be mean. And there's been times I've literally had to, like, there was one scrub tech I literally had to say this to, was just being a straight jerk. I said, guess what? You you think the rep life is so great? You're the perfect candidate to be a rep. You have all the experience that you ever could want for a rep and you already have relationships. I said, I yesterday at 6 a.m. was in New Mexico. I worked seven or four cases. I got on a plane. I got home at 7 p.m. And then I'm here, which is an hour away from my house at 7 a.m. for this case. You want to work that much? No, shut your freaking mouth and do my stuff. I mean... The, the thing about it, because you're you bringing up a good point with the scrub text, like a lot of them, just like you're saying, work so much and like they, and, you know, they, they think little of you because of what our yep. field is and they know everybody is so making the, the most amount of money that they've ever made in their lives, which that's a great yeah. assault. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but like the nice thing is like, if you can convince them, like, I'm here to make Easier. your job easy because... Like if you want, I, I will just explain real quick in front of the surgeon what the product is, how to do it, and then say I have another case I got to go and you didn't listen, yep. you're fucked now because I just told you guys how to cover that case. If not, like they need to understand that, you know, like you, if you go in and you let that surgeon know like, hey, I just educated everybody really good, y'all, y'all got this, I got to get to another case, I'm so sorry. And you walk out and the case does not go smooth or it takes like twice as long because you're not there to facilitate That's scrub tech and that nurse is like, that they're getting scrub tech is the one yelled that gets- at like crazy. And, I, and again, I say this, you yeah. guys hear me, like I get pretty aggressive when I say that. I'm not that to every scrub tech, right? Most of my scrub techs are great, right? Like there's a lot of them that I work with who are great, but there are certain ones who just are miserable. And I literally say that. I'm like, my job is here to make your life easier. So you guys can listen to me or you don't have to, like it's on you. Like if you'd like, I just leave. That's cool. I don't have to cover this case. And then like, but I do want to say this one time when, so at that same location, it was a couple months, uh, probably like six months ago, same thing. Nurse didn't talk to me uh, as um, the scrub tech didn't talk to me. I didn't say one word to him because they, they, I did it twice, went out of my way to talk to him. Wouldn't say a word. Patient came in and they're trying to get it all set up in front of the doctor. And I help, I help. And I'm like, no. And then when the doctor's asking what's taking so long, I said, hey, doc, sorry. I tried to talk to these uh, people before, get us all set up, and they decided they didn't want to talk to me until now. So you can have you can have them set it up for you. And my doctor chewed them out. I mean, that's because like, but I, I just tell people you learn real fast, right? The first six months, just took it, got beat up, and like did it. Now I'm like, you want to fight? Like we can, I can play dirtier than you. Like we can do this. I don't want to, but like, who who does the doctor love more? The person who's here to help the patient do all the scrub tech or like do all that stuff or the person who's just handing them stuff, which they leave out for lunch. Like we can play yeah. this game all day, right? Especially when I'm seeing that person all the time and you're just here for this, this shift, right? Like that's the reality of like the talk. But I do just, I always wanted to state that because that can be the hardest part is like just walking in. It's not even just scrub techs. It's nurses. Your shit sucks. I fucking hate it. Like I hear that on a weekly basis here. I just told my manager what I like what the people said to me and she's like I don't believe it like that's never happened to me. I'm like, "Well, come hang out in my territory." Like Yeah, right? Like come come the field rise. I got case. I was like, "I why cuz my whole laughing point is is like, why would I lie about this?" Like, what 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 does it benefit me? It doesn't help my territory, you know? 
Um, but that's just the thing yeah. with you guys are going in. You just got to be like my whole thing. You hear me say it. I'm saying all this not to be like try to come off as a jerk or anything. It's just I was the dude who was like brand new, super happy, super nice. And then like after six months, you had a, I had a after I made relationships, you got to turn it sometimes because otherwise you're you're just the idiot happy rep who doesn't know anything. I think I think the problem with that too, though, which kind of takes us to what we were talking about earlier, is a lot. I, I think maybe sometimes associates are the reason for that, you know, because associates, they don't necessarily yep. sell. They might the product that well. And a lot of times, maybe those smaller hospitals, like the ones that, that are the ones that are bitching the most are the ones that get the associate because the, the lead rep has yeah, bigger 100%. fish to fry. And, and you make a great point on that because also nothing to associates, but like they don't know what they're doing sometimes because, and, and they're not supposed to, right? You're, you're learning the system. You're be like, just, but straight up, like, let's talk real life. I have an associate flying in cause I got seven cases on Wednesday. Doesn't know what they're doing first case by themselves. But I was like, my doctor's good enough. This is an account I already have a huge quote out for. They're looking at buying. I don't need them to know what they're doing. I'll go and set everything up. I'll go there early at 6 a.m. and get like everybody set up and good. Just call me in phone support, right? Like mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do the rest. If you can just tell people to match blue to blue and yellow to yellow, like we'll, we'll be good and you can call me for the rest of it, right? But like, but that's the reality, right? That's a new account that's not producing anything for me right now. I got three other, uh, I got two other going on at the same time. So I'm going to go to the ones that produce ones at my biggest account. So I, that's where I'm going. My associates going, uh, the associate coming in, flying in, helping out goes to the smaller one. And that's what happens. And if, and if you didn't have an associate, unfortunately that other person, like the best that they would get is on the, you phone. On the phone, you know, like, Hey, here's my information. Like when you guys get started, if you have any questions and I've had call to, me. Because you're going to be and with I've your had to do one that, guy. especially now when I'm the only person here, right? Like that's the talk I'm having with everybody, and I'm saying that. But like even last week, it's pretty stressful when you have four surgeries going at the same time, and I say the same thing to everybody else. And like when like one was with yeah. a brand new doctor, I was on that phone call for 20 minutes, going through the surgery. If I have any of my other accounts go, hey, sorry, I got to call you back. Bam, bam. Like that's what could happen, but that's the reality. Is yeah, I tell everyone, call me, FaceTime me. But if we can't have an associate, everybody will always ask that, hey, how do you know which one to go to? Which one's driving the most revenue? If I got an account that's doing 100K and I got an account doing seven grand, sorry, seven grand, like I got to go to the one that's doing 100K because that's going to help my business financially better. Or or the only yeah. time you, like for me, like the only time I can leave it is like if everybody's good and the, the top or the surgeon is like, hey, I'm cool. And I let them know the situation. Hey, there's someone brand new. You cool if I go there? Yeah, go for it, right? That's the only time. Exactly. Like, my, like I talk about all the time, my top surgeon. Nope. I'm there. They're like, if you're not there, yeah, I'm, like, I'm, I'm open to using your competitor because I just need somebody in the room. So no matter what it is, yeah. everything else punted because when they do the majority of my business, sorry guys, like I got to, uh, and, and this is a great point. I want to state this because one of the reps told me this. Sometimes you got to just lay down the law on your accounts. It was actually my field sales trainer who said this He's a pretty funny guy. He's from New York. And he's like, I had to say this to an account. He's like, until your account pays my whole quota, I got to be at other places. And I was like, that's a good one. You know, like that's what he actually had to say to a couple of hospitals. Yeah. Like the, the times, like the excuse that I would give is, um, kind of the same thing that you said where, where it came to, you know, new, new doctor or new to this procedure, this or that, but like, it would be a guy that really isn't producing too much for me. That'd be like, Man, you know I want to be here. I'm so excited to always do cases with you. But there's this guy doesn't really know yep. the product too well, and you're fucking yep. awesome. So I gotta, I gotta you run talk him that up case, too. you know. Even you're, though like you're, you're like, you don't this need guy to. also is not great. Yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. That's a great point. No, I love that. And again, I I don't want to like go too down much the rabbit hole of all that, but I just I do want to touch people. It's not like we talk about. It's not sunshine and rainbows all day. I don't get walk in and they're like Jacob the reps here. Never has happened. Bro, bring some donuts, man. Hey, you, well, no, you want to hear what happens? Reality, you bring the donuts, and they're like, "You brought the wrong freaking donuts." That's what happened. Like, dude, I, I, we've we've talked about this off air. I've done that. I've brought yeah. in lunches, catered lunches in, and they're like, "We like this better." Um, sorry, Linda. Sorry, I just spent four hundred dollars on your freaking office to eat for free, and you you don't like what I bought. Sorry, I can't stand it. Dude. Can't stand <laughs> it. Like.
That's why, like, at this point now, because in the pharma space, even, like, my space being the biotech, like, I still need to yep. provide lunch and breakfast and snacks. So, like, I always just make it a thing to, like, make a strong relationship with, like, either the receptionist or the nurse or somebody. And I'm just like, We're, we got an appointment coming up, you know, we got a what lunch do you guys and a week. Yeah, like, I'm going to call you up, like, a day before. Can you kind of figure it out and, and, and get a better idea? Because I'm just, I, I'm tired of being, like, I've gone to too many. And they're like, oh, Mexican again. I'm like, well, nobody fucking told me. <laughs> like, like, fucking make a list. Here's a calendar. Say, like, like we schedule through. Every time guys. I say that, so I, every time when I, just so anyone's listening, every time I go into one, I'm like, hey, do you guys have any favorites? Every time I, I get it on the schedule, like we're filling out, hey, how many people you got, what time, what all that food allergies, all that good stuff. And then I'm like, do you guys got any favorites? I like to be a little different. I don't want to bring you guys the same ones. And there'll be two things. They'll either be like, no, we don't care. Or they'll be like, don't bring ABC. No. Then I jot yeah. down, don't bring these three. Other ones are free game, you know? Um, but yeah, like that's, uh, I just wanted to touch on that because I think that's a good point to touch on. No, definitely, dude. So we were talking last uh, last week about your your program coming yeah. up pretty soon. How many people have you been, have you like coached recently? Like, give, give me like a good. Well, or like, bad. Like, so like right now, when we talk about coaching, right now I'm still just like, hey, the books there. We're working on the course, but I still get on calls. So just today, I had four people. I got text messages or calls. I got on five phone calls today. I had four people reach out to me. They broke in. J and J striker and two other names that like are still big but they're not as big but like big names right four on a monday i'm like pretty cool yeah um and it's just like cool like to hear i literally had a guy call me for 20 minutes man he just sang my praise because he's like i watched your stuff since september i did everything you said and because of you i got three offers from j and j striker medtronic and i went with this the j and j and i'm like you know and like this kid's he's a college senior he's not even graduated yet and like you know, it's just like, and he's giving me goosebumps from talking to those. But yeah, like when it comes to coaching, like, so we can like go into it a little more because my coaching program will come out. So what it's going to be is I'm going to have several tiers on it. And one of them is going to be just like, hey, you guys get all the content. It's literally going to be nine modules. It's going to tell you from one to nine. Number one, what is med device sales? All the way to number nine, how to run a successful territory after you break in right and it's literally all my videos it's all my content um that i went and i got re i got made like professionally done and all this stuff to teach people so that it again it lays it all out for you it gives you my books all the good stuff that i can give you guys and again if you have no questions bam if you're a self-doer it's all literally it's all laid out for you you get it you do what it says i promise you you'll have jobs i literally just op- uploaded from when i take screenshots every week i just uploaded 20 screenshots of people sending me hey i got a job like in the last month, right? So that's fun. Um, but then there, after that, there will be tiers where we can jump on a weekly phone call or a monthly phone call, whatever it is, to get on it. And then I'll I'll talk with it. One of my favorites is a girl I've talked to three times. We stayed in touch. She's a nurse. We talked through. She's actually in your area. Um, just called me today. Jacked. Like so excited. I'm so happy for her. She just broke in. Three months. And two, awesome. two and a half, three months, she broke in. And we just talked about, hey, this is what you should do. Gave her some keys. She, I gave her my podcast. I said, hey, do this. And then again, it was more, she did the work. Like I, and I, again, that's what I tell everybody, just like you. Like we just put the content out. Like, and, and I, I said this, I, I got on a call yesterday with somebody real quick. And I say this, and this isn't me trying to be mean. It's just like, I could care less if you break in or not because it doesn't affect my life. Like I want you to. But it's and all the content's out there for you. But whether you break in or you don't, like I don't know half these people that reach out to me before they reach out to me. So I'm like, it really doesn't affect my life. But if you're trying to change your life and have a great life, like this is it's there everything that you offer and I offer, what we offer, I'm like, it's it's proven. Like we have enough messages and I have enough people telling me, hey, like literally that kid, I get all excited because I'm like college senior, J and J Medtronic striker. They all offered him within 24 hours. And he's a college senior running track. Like he still has three months to go before he even graduates. But what's great. And like the, the biggest point that I got from that was doing the work, you know, like it's, it's insane how many times like somebody reaches out to me having done no work, just like you were talking about, like one of the things that drives you like, like the craziest is when somebody wants your help, but little do they know 
what they're applying for, um, like even just like what you do. Yep. Um, I literally, you know, they might one video and then immediately they're already trying to like reach out. But and I'm fine with it as long as you're ready for that. Well, yeah, because here's the thing: you're doing a disservice to yourself, not to me. Because like like yeah. we talk about you and I talk about this. Like I, I literally just ripped someone the other day um, and it, it wasn't towards them. I was just telling them about the general. Do you know how disrespectful, disrespectful it is for you to call me and to know that you didn't take 10 seconds because I can do it right now and te- take 10 seconds to look up where Pierre works and know that about him minimal and where he lives. But like, mm-hmm. go ask me, oh, where do you work at? What? Like, oh, that means you didn't do your homework. Sorry, I got to go. I got to get off. But it's like, it's saying that because like, it was a person who did exactly what you're saying, reached out after two vi- two videos, had all these questions. I said, hey, great. Did you know I have 85 other episodes out? No. <laughs> I said, go listen to those 85 episodes. And then if you have questions, because that's what I did, right? I listened to Colby Wood or whoever was out at the time, listened to 100 episodes before I ever sent a message to somebody. So I knew what they already said mm-hmm. because then – because this is what happens. The people who listen to all my stuff and then they reach out to me, guess what? Educated conversation. Now they have really great, great questions and we can make it specific to their situation. But like we yeah. were just talking off air. Not just generalities uh, uh, throughout an entire 20 minute conversation. Hey, what's a good yeah. company? And I, I do this all the time. What's a good company? I don't know. What do you think is a good company? Like what do you think and what I think is different? Hey, what's the lifestyle like? What's a good lifestyle? I don't know. What's your lifestyle you want? Is working 100 hours a good lifestyle? I know people who say that. And I know people who mm-hmm. work 20 hours and say it's too much. Like, I don't know what your lifestyle is. You know, and like, that's what I'm glad we're touching on. It was the common things we hear. But it's like, it it blows my mind. I literally said this on the podcast and somebody reached out. It's why they broke in. And I've said this on my podcast a million times. You want to know why you're not getting a job? Because you're lazy. You're a spoiled brat. And I say that all the time. Because I, like I said, I could care less if it hurts your feelings or whatever. I'm just here to get you hired. I'm not here to make you feel like, the, like, oh my gosh, Jacob gets it all. It's just, do you want to get hired or not? Because Cameron, like I bring Cameron up every single time Cameron did it. Sorry, my dog's eating a water bottle real quick. Uh, no, you're good. But my, uh, but Cameron, I brought up in my podcast. You want to know why Cameron was on the podcast and Cameron broke in in two months? Under two months? He punted everything and gave everything he got and came prepared. And yet we have people reaching out who've been listening to us for a year. Listen to us and be like, well, I've reached out to three people. You're never going to get in. And you're wasting my time with this call because you've already listened to everything. You know, so it's like you can't Dude, help them. Like, like the, and the worst, too, is when people think that because they applied via either the Striker or Medtronic or whatever website yep. – and or LinkedIn or Indeed, and they're like, "I yeah, I applied," and I'm like, "That's Even, trash." Like all of those, all of those services, it is legally you legally have to. And, have let's, and let's put this. It does not put you. Let's anywhere. put this out there too, because I had someone exa- literally last week say that same. I applied. Well, you didn't get in. You don't have sales experience. Sorry. Like they're, you're going to get an email, but they're like, I had a referral, and I'm like, let's just make this very clear. If you know somebody who works at Striker, Medtronic, J and J, whatever, and they have a referral. Let me tell you what it means. Zero. The only time your referral means anything is if your person you know knows the manager that's hiring. That is the only time yeah. it means anything. Because otherwise, like we talk about this all the time. People reach out to me from Medtronic or wherever it is. And it's like, what? What? Uh, can Do you know this person? No, it's 100,000 people is my company. I don't know that person. I don't even know. Like they'll bring up divisions. I didn't even know our company had. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. do you know this person? Can you help me out? Like, that's the problem with it is like, and I say this to everybody, it's, we don't say network because it's fun for us to say. A, first off, <laughs> it's the only way you're going to get a job. And B, because we're on social media. <laughs> and B, I always say this to people. What do you think my life is? It's networking all day, right? And so it's what I have to do once I get in. But yeah, it's like, We've talked about this a million times. You can't just apply. I literally just had the conversation yesterday on a Sunday. I'm talking to people while I'm rolling out. And like the person's like, well, I applied for this. I'm like, well, you don't have sales, so you're never going to get in. And then like it's unless you reach out to the right person and they like you and they ask for your resume and all that, all blah, 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 blah. But it's like mm-hmm. you have to do the work. And that's I've made several podcasts about this, but most people want the most amount of money for the least amount of work. 
Let me just make this very easy for you. Switch that around. Work the hardest yeah. for the amount of money because you're not going to – I promise you, as somebody who came in and got told I would never perform, you have to work. There's not an option for it. And that's why I told people I would be successful. I was already working 100 hours as a personal trainer making no money. Like that's why this kid, literally the kid I just talked to, track athlete, division two, works fitness and goes to school full time. He told me he wakes up at 3 a.m. and sometimes he doesn't go to bed till 10. That kid, I told him, A, just got three job offers from Medtronic, Stryker, and J&J. And I told him, you're already going to win because you already outwork everybody. And that's why he got those job offers is because most people are just lazy. And and again, never to go back to medical sales, but I literally just talked to somebody from medical sales college. And again, the amount of times when I've talked to them and they say through the course, they're like, I wonder how many people are going to reach out to us to give us a job. Zero, (laughs) zero, zero, zero. Nobody's ever going to ask you to give you a job. Nobody ever is. So like you guys have to like whoever's listening to this again, this is always just to provide value. You got to change your mindset. If you're lazy, don't do this job. If you're lazy, don't do this career because I like I don't get anything from saying that. I'm just trying to help you because you're going to a you're not going to break in and b if you do break in and you're lazy, you're going to suck. So like I that's my best advice. I mean, regardless, like this advice would go for everybody, you know, like people that are trying to get another job. If you're not networking and treating looking for a job as a job in itself. You're not going to get that next job. And if you do and you got it through going on Indeed or you got it from Monster.com, it's some crap job that nobody else gave a yep. shit about. Yes, all J&J, Strikers, Zimmer, Medtronic, everybody posts their stuff on Indeed as well. They post it on Monster as well. That is not the company themselves doing it. Like that is literally they just click a button and it fucking goes everywhere. everywhere. So just because you're applying to it from there does not mean like, oh, it's like – I. Half the time, it doesn't even get to the actual internal place. Yeah, because the computer system automatically reads your your resume, and it's like, oh, just like you said, no sales experience, and it's reading your resume up, move it out, move it out, move it out. And that's the thing. It's just like that's where we just have the talk of like, hey, like you guys need to be strategic, and you got to make it. But that's always my number one talk with everybody is like most people are just lazy. Most people don't want to work hard, and they want to do the bare minimum. And, And again, I can just straight up. It comes down to even when you reach out to us, I know if you did your homework or not, because like for me, I never reached out to anybody. I didn't do my homework on. And for example, when I say I reached out to 3000 people, were there calls? I didn't get, I didn't know who I was talking to hundred percent. You want to know what I did while I was on speakerphone with them, went to their LinkedIn, looked them up and had an idea who I was talking to while I was on the, in mm-hmm. the first 15 seconds. So I knew once they told me their name, Hey, how's it going? Bought me enough time to go look them up. Bam. Now we can have a conversation that's strategic. And I always said, I always had three questions I could ask anybody that always worked for everybody. Right. And it, but it, but it always was sounded very smart and being able to just ask about people and ask about their life because people want to talk about themselves. And just like you said earlier too, it, you're, when you reach out to us and you haven't done that piece, you're doing a disservice to yourself because we're nice guys and regardless, like we're going to want to try to help you. But then if you can't lead the conversation in a, in a constructive way that is going to help you, you'll get some generalities. And then the next time you reach out, I might be too yep. busy. Like, but, but if you put in a shit ton of effort and I saw that you saw that, like, and you reach out again, even if you didn't buy any of my products or anything like that, I'm like, do this guy or this gal is really, you know, they're doing what they got to do. Like I'm going to, I'll answer that call. I'll answer that text message because they're putting in the effort and I just hope that they pay it forward. But everybody else that's not putting in the effort, it's like, I, I don't have the time for that. And, and I, you don't, there's too many, I need to be working on this. And you don't time. feel bad. And like, that's, that's my talk with everybody. I help people who help themselves. Everybody, like half the people who break in and I get the text messages from haven't paid a dollar to me, right? Like some of them buy the book. I'm willing to help anybody. That's what I excuse me that's what i do this for like that's why you do this we're willing to help anybody i literally the other sunday on a sunday i was on a phone call for 32 minutes helping someone they didn't buy anything they didn't pay me a dollar but i was helping them because i was like hey you have an opportunity you come prepared we can do this right and i'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. but if i'm getting off the phone with you in five minutes and it's not because i really have somewhere to go it's because this is a waste of my time you didn't do your research research and you didn't use your resources and again what i'm not going to say anything that a my podcast hasn't already said a million times and b there's nothing that i'm going to say that's going to make change your mind because you just haven't put enough effort which shows me 
you just don't care enough. Because again, you Googled medical device sales, you saw they make 150,000 plus, and you're like, I want that. And that's all you've done. And you, you also you also forgot that when they Googled that, they saw urine in my face. <laughs> so immediately they were like, oh man, I got to reach out to these people. Which, which again, like, <laughs> and that's why I tell people, like, I reach, I get back to everybody just like you do. But literally when I say, when I tell people I talk to hundreds of people a month, I'm not kidding. I don't say that just to be cool. It's literally, I'm talking to hundreds. Like I didn't check my uh, inbox one day. I had 17 unread messages and I was like, okay. Like I got to stay on top of this. So it's again, it's not a talk of like, we think we're the best or anything. We're willing to help anybody just like everybody else is. But I'll be, I'll, I'll straight up tell you, I just had another person say this. They can't believe how much like we get on the phone while still running a territory, while still making YouTube and doing everything. But it's like, I promise you, nobody's got on a phone with as many people as I have. I, like in, with mm -hmm. you and I, right? Like I literally get on hundreds of phone calls. I'm willing to help anybody who will help themselves. But if you show me the, the slightest of that, you didn't do any work or you're not serious. Cause like, I just, I just said this on my podcast and you do too. We talk about it within a minute now, within a 30 seconds, I can tell if this is going to be a good conversation and if it's, I'm going to help the person or not, like within 30 seconds. And I'm like, if it's a waste of my time, I'm trying to get off as as uh, much as I can and like I'm down I'm done past the time of like trying to sugarcoat stuff I literally say mm -hmm. like I literally just got on a call the other day I was probably pretty harsh I was like they're like wanting to get into sales but they're not sure if they want to uh, um, do sales because of the pay and I literally said I don't give up like why would you consider sales if you're not confident about making your stuff you're wasting my time and you're wasting your time like you, you're coming into sales and you know your pay is going to be off that. If you don't want to do it, then don't do it. Like I could care less what you do with your life. Yeah. I mean like it's like why then why are you reaching out? Like what was the, what was the purpose of this call anyway? Like, well, and that's if you want to understand the lifestyle. Well, like, and I say this all the time real quick is like you know what they want you and I to do? They want us to convince them that they should do this. I tell people all the time, I could give two shits if you do this job or get in this industry. It doesn't affect my life at all. It literally does zero to me if you get in or get or get out. it's The reason I do it is because I know there's people just like you and I who are driven individuals who are willing to do whatever it takes to that can change. Like I say this today, I'm going to get a bonus check. And that bonus check, I'll probably make more than some people make all year. That changes yeah. my life financially. That changes a lot of people's life financially. I know what this job can offer if you do it well and you go hard and you can. this career can change your life. And that's why I do it is for people who can change their own lives. But I'm not here to hold anybody's hand because guess what? It's what I said to my manager about like my associates and everything. Day four, I got thrown in. Sink or swim, baby. And that's what I – and I wanted that. I'm going to figure it out or I'm not. And I feel like the reason I said this to my manager, I feel the reason people aren't successful is because people hold their hands too long. And then they get coddled and then they don't perform or they don't do stuff. I wish more people just got thrown to the wolves and they either quiet, cry and quit real quick or they figure it out because then they'll be really good. Like mm -hmm. that's how I feel. And again, people will be like, geez, Jacob, like you're heartless. But like we live in a, we live in a, a society that's too world. soft and I, and I could yeah. care less about like if somebody says something that offends you and you want to cry, like go cry on your, like I could care less because that's like everybody I talk about. It's your choice to take offense. I could give care less. Like, yeah. And that's why, and that's why it's always so great when you actually get that call from that person that the only thing that you're doing now is giving them value because when you've asked questions, when you ask them questions, you're like, hey, so who have you talked to? They're like, man, I've talked to like four different reps within that same industry. I talked to some other reps from the, from the competitive company. At that point, now the knowledge that we have just from working in the business is so valuable to them because really they're just trying to validate their own opinion and make sure that they do better than the other person interviewing against them. And, and like, that's, what's huge, you know, but then you get the, the person that wants their hand held the entire way. I don't know if they're going to get there. Well, yeah. And you know? that's the thing I was just going to say, you, even, even with me holding their hand, you just, and you just said that nail on the head right there is when you've talked to like four people in the division, you know, the job and you're like going up against one other person. You know what I can promise you? I know how to get the job offer. I can help you win that job. Because you've mm -hmm. done all the legwork. Here, let me give you a couple tips that you didn't think about to help you stand out and why you will win the job like I did, just like you did, right? That's where we can provide value. Because you've done the legwork, you have a great understanding, and everybody who ever calls me who does that, I always get a text. Always. Hey, I broke in. 
get a LinkedIn message. Hey, I broke in. Thank you so much. And it's not because I did the work. It's because somebody invested in themselves to do it because we can end on this because I know I'm going on my rants, but like nobody cares in this industry if you're successful. Nobody. Like your managers do, but at the end of the day, if you don't perform, you're just getting fired. Like, I don't know what to tell you. They don't really care. It's you dig your, I say this to my family and to all my people I know, you dig your own grave. You, you die on your own sword, right? So like, you're either going to be the one who's successful or you're going to be the one who's not. And you're the one who's going to decide that. And I, and you and I have talked about this. When I walked into my territory and they were like, it's the lowest performing territory. I have a million excuses to say why it's not performing and to live on that and then not perform. But I'm like, yes, that nobody's going to tell me what to do. And nobody is ever going to be the reason I'm not performing or the reason like I'm going to figure it out. And I, and I just am a confident person. I believe that. And again, and, and here's the other thing. Guess what? If I don't perform and I sucked, it's on me too. Like I'm not blaming yeah. it. It's me, right? Like it's the extreme ownership. Like Jocko has a great book out about extreme ownership. I love that stuff. Mm-hmm. I eat it up because I'm like my life because I live it now. My life will either be great or suck because of me. Nobody else. Because yeah, we all have stuff that happens to us, but we all decide how we react to it and what life we want to live. Exactly, and dude. It's 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 one of those. You just gotta. You you literally you have to take just like you said, dude. I, I listened to that book too, Jocko. Like you gotta just take the extreme ownership. You gotta own your failure, own your wins, and always look at everything from that mindset because if you're it, just like you said if you took over that that territory that was not doing well and you failed and you go you know what they were right this is a shit territory no you're you're wrong like you just didn't figure out the way to make it work yep. and will it be the best performing maybe not maybe if you put in you know enough years it could get there but there's always some some room for improvement there's always something that you can do and if you're just looking for that one excuse, just like you were saying, like, this is probably not the place for you. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing is like, I just wanted to end it on this is like, you know, you and I, it's not our job to make you want to do this job. You got to do it. Like, if you want to do it, we'll help you. Like, we'll, we'll make sure that you break in. Like, that's the cool, but we're not going to go out of our way to help you. Who's not going to help themselves. Right. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's the, it's the Midwestern saying you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink it. Right. And I'm not going to lead anybody to water. Like you got to do it yourself and then I'll help you drink. Like you, I'll help you out. But that's the, yeah, like I'll hand you yeah <laughs> but that's, that's the talk with everybody. And like, again, because at the end of the day, we are just here to help people, but it does not affect your life or my life. If somebody we don't know about doesn't break in. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but that's just the reality. So again, and I, and I talk this way real quick. I talk this way because I'm going to a specific audience and you know who my specific audience is it's people who want to break in because the people who like man jacob's a jerk or he's like not they don't break in but my my people who tell me to break in you know what they do they listen to this and they're like man you get me fired up yeah those people are whips like i'm ready to attack the world those are the people who break in those are the people who come in and are successful in this industry and just like just like we talked about earlier too uh not everybody that listens to our stuff ends up giving us any kind of monetization. Like literally I would say the majority. Book, if you look at yeah, like, if you like look at listener, listeners and subscribers and all that stuff, the majority does it. And I say this all the time. Our stuff's free. Go look at it. But if you want it to yeah. like be easier, yeah, we we're gonna because I took hours out of my day just with this course. I spent thousands of dollars and time. Yeah, I'm gonna charge for it. And and you're gonna get and you're gonna get what you put into it, you know? Like like we said the content's out there free. Um, I think I might've just lost you, but either way, uh, we're at the end of it. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And again, keep leaving us those feedback and the comments below because it really helps us out. It gives us reasons of what you guys are looking for to answer those questions. And until the next one, everybody, we'll see you guys next week.